Yeah. Before I started this, I didn't know what episode I had to watch, so I had to go onto like my Spotify to our podcast <laughs> and scroll down to see what the last one was. <laughs> you have to clip that for the intro. You have to clip that for the Carson, intro. Carson, can you not point out everything that you want in the podcast? No, but I want that in so bad. <laughs> because... Cut that part. Hey, Matt, cut that part where Carson talks. So funny. your favorite what we do in the shadows rewatch podcast i'm claire this is carson richie i'm matt yay we did <laughs> it's been a while and we're a little out of practice and we're sorry about that but we're back for our rabid fans um before we get started well we have one news item but before we even get to that so we have a lot of shout outs because we haven't recorded in several months <laughs> So our shoutouts are, are you ready for this list? Uh, Corwin, Marin, Bowie, Lindsay, somebody named Proud Killjoy, don't know who that is, Delaney, Jade, Anna, Holly, and Bim. Thank you so much for sending us emails. If you want a shout-out at the beginning of the show, you can email us, brainscramblyspod at gmail.com, and I will respond to all of them, maybe, you know, three months after you send them, but I will respond. Boy, that's a loud motorcycle outside, huh? But I will respond <laughs> to all of them, I promise. Now... We are, we have watched What We Do in the Shadows, Season 3, Episode 1, The Prisoner. However, there's an important news item that I think we all need to address. Hot off the presses! From what, whatever, from Newsweek or something today? That Season 6 is going to be the final season of What We Do in the Shadows. How are we feeling about this, lads? Yeah. We're going to have to find a new way to make not any money. <laughs> make negative money i think we realize that we've actually spent far more money <laughs> we, we've spent more money on our own products yeah. in a way that's lost us money <laughs> and on the equipment that i had to get to buy a microphone that worked <laughs> yeah. it's a net loss yeah. so but hey yeah the only nice thing we have is that carson gets zoom for free from university so we <laughs> so we can record that's true but carson you're feeling crushed no I, I i can't tell if it like was a planned like season six ending i don't know if like the creators it was unclear from the news story yeah that's fair rich how about you how are you feeling yeah it sucks i mean i like the show I, i'd like to keep watching it um i'm sure they're gonna do <laughs> a nice ending for season six uh I, I guess i'd i'd rather have them end season six well knowing that's gonna be the end of the show than have the show kind of like drag on and try to find excuses yeah. for episodes that only make yeah. sense or feel natural but obviously, like, yeah, I like the show. I mean, it'd be nice if it stuck around, but you know, sometimes this is how it goes with TV shows. So That's fair. Does anybody have a strong prediction for the end of season six? Oh, man, I should have checked the subreddit before we came. The What We Do in the Shadow subreddit. I did leave because most of the posts were really annoying. <laughs> but <laughs> Wow, just slagging off the What We Do in the yeah. Shadow subreddit. Yeah. A prediction for the series end is that I actually think that we will find ourselves in not too dissimilar a place from the series beginning. And I don't mean that in any complimentary way. I think that we haven't really <laughs> progressed that far in terms of, yeah. the, apart from like individual character development. I think if you asked me that question a year ago, my answer would be vastly different than it is today. Mm. Because a year ago, I think I would have thought Gamera would be a vampire. Like the show would end making him a vampire and that would be right. like the final act. But I, I, I truly don't know what is next for the character. So it'll be interesting to see. 
I'm fascinated to find out. But I also, I think I, I think I agree that, like, I would rather them end it rather than drag it out and have it be bad. Do you think someone's going to die or, like, is it just going to kind of, like, how do you close the book? on? <laughs> is there going to be, like, a The Office season eight or whatever where they, like, are aware then of the documentary? Oh, oh, you know what? Maybe that's it. Maybe it become maybe they shatter the fourth wall. Yeah. Parks and Rec time jump, perhaps. Yeah. Oh, I could see it. I don't know. I'm interested to find out. Well, that was our one news item. Well, so. we have one other news item, which is that we got our Spotify wrapped for oh, podcasters. Yeah. Oh. Um, and it was pretty funny, I, th- I thought. Do you uh, want to pull out some data points for us, Matt? Yeah, yeah. I think, Keep well, the funniest data. one was that we were a top five podcast for 932 people on Spotify. Crazy. Which I thought was crazy. Um, a top 10 podcast for 1,300 people. And a number one podcast for 293 people on Spotify. Yeah, just to put that in perspective, I feel like that doesn't, it doesn't seem like a lot, but just keep in mind that we make negative money on the show and we make this <laughs> probably mostly as a joke. So it's yeah. very funny that people listen at all. This is literally just a way for us to talk to each other like once a week or every two weeks. <laughs> or every three months, as the case may be. Yeah. Can I also pull back the veil very slightly, which is that the the time that I had watched this episode to prep for our previous recording session, I just I'll I'll say it how it is. Everybody showed up except for me <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. I was sleeping because I had had a colonoscopy that day. <laughs> I was very tired. So if anything, you can blame me for having this not come out on October thirty first when we were supposed to record. <laughs> anyway, it it's funny that you mentioned that Claire because. I realized that I had notes written on uh, for this episode, but I had stored them in my Google account for an email which I can no longer access because it was my school email. <laughs> so I had to rewrite so my out. notes again. It's forbidden. Yeah, they, I know. Just in the archive somewhere. Hey, uh, just, while we're at it, another little peek behind the veil here. So Richie's camera is just fully broken. So what we're looking <laughs> at right now. Carson and Matt and I are looking into our nice smiling faces, and Rich has just got a satellite photo of the Earth. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's but in just, gravity. Just over Europe, <laughs> so see, like Italy, well, it's, and like it's, Norway. It's inversed as well, though. Huh? <laughs> just realized, at least for me. Oh no, it's it's right not, for us. Yeah, not for us. I think I think it's because I inverse my camera when I usually <laughs> record this, so it's it's Can't inverted tell. for me. So it looks very strange. <laughs> But then he's in a parallel universe is what I'm saying. All right. Well, yeah. well, just to, sorry, just to round out our Spotify wrapped. I did oh, want yes, to point please. out that uh, yes. our listeners top music genres, which is a weird fact that it gives us were in this order, pop rock, and then something called POV colon indie. Yeah. Can we talk about this? <laughs> Why the fuck do they call it POV? <laughs> Why is it not indie? What's the POV? Whose point of view are we taking? POV. You are the music. <laughs> Yeah, POV. Giving you abstract indie. live action. Stop. That's a fucking deep cut that you have to what explain. What is abstract yes. live action? Wait. It's a deep it's cut. Okay. Explain that. Uh, so me and Claire participated in, in college in a 24-hour filmmaking competition. Which, which you can I find on YouTube. Netflix. Claire did win. Our, our junior year, Claire won because it was uh, COVID year. So we there weren't any teams. It was all individual. Uh, our freshman year, we did... I, I will I will admit quite poorly <laughs> looking back on it. It's not it's not a great product, but it was fun doing. And uh, our genre that we were assigned was abstract live action, uh, of which we looked up we looked it up in the Library of Congress website, and it was like 
there was like three examples, and one was just a guy who shot New York through a glass ashtray with no just sound. Silent. <laughs> just silent for like five hours. Another one was like like they smeared Vaseline on the lens and like oh, filmed yeah, that's something. A very thing. And yeah. it was like it was just it was we did <laughs> we did our best. <laughs> we didn't know what to do. I don't remember what the plot was. There was no plot. <laughs> Wait, so what did you do, actually, then? What was the film? I don't see that one. I truly do not remember what it was. It, oh, you what could do you look mean? You, it didn't up. See it. you didn't see our masterpiece? All <laughs> I remember is that in some part... We've gotten way off track. We're not even talking about the episode now, but <laughs> let me right. just... Part of it, I believe, I put, like, a... I was just filming on my little DSLR, my, like, kit lens DSLR, and so I put a little plastic, like, sandwich bag over the lens oh. for part of it. For part of it, I had, like, makeup mirrors it's making modern. a mirror... Mirror that was cool though. That was super. That was a super dope shot. Though. Make a kind of prism effect vibe. It was tough. Hmm. There were some. There were some cool things. That that one in particular, I think, was good. There was a cool thing for sure. Did you break and enter into a construction site and then film yourself <laughs> do drugs in there, or? <laughs> now, okay, we have two options here. We can either cut that out, or you can explain <laughs> the context of this for the listener. Much like Nicolas Cage says in National Treasure, I'm choosing Dorsey, and we're going to not explain that, and we're going to just barrel on through, because we spent 10 minutes talking about okay. something okay. that's not relevant to the episode. Okay, anyway, getting back to vampires. Getting back to vampires. We watched What We Do in the Shadows, season, sorry, what did we watch? We watched What We Do in the Shadows, season three, episode one, entitled The Prisoner. Now, Richie, I, we can't see you. What are you down to do a Richie recap? Let's get Richie to recap. I think Richie should do a Richie contract. Okay, Richie recap. Big, big recap in store for this week, guys. It's a lot has happened. Um, so we are picking up with the first episode of season three. Um, in season two, we left off on the massacre of vampires at Nueva Vitru du Vampires, which I definitely mispronounced, where Guillermo killed many, many vampires, many of them being very important because they were going to try to kill our main vampire. Uh, in the wake of that, the vampires are debating what they should do with Guillermo because one of their biggest codes for vampire ethics is that vampires Vampires shall not kill vampire, and they kind of find themselves uh, complicit in that, and because they have responsibility over Guillermo. Uh, while they're trying to figure this out, they are keeping Guillermo in a cage in the basement downstairs, where he eats off of raw chicken and poops in a bucket, uh, a bucket which Colin Robinson is very, very interested in. Ooh, naughty boy. Uh, what we learn during this as that is that Guillermo can, in fact, get out of his cage and take, and he does, and he takes care of the house when necessary when the vampires are sleeping, because without him, the vampires wouldn't be able to run a house. Um, while this is happening, the guide comes back in. She comes in a mist form and she tells the vampires that they have been giving them a, a video message from the Vampiric Council. There, we have Iago telling them they have been appointed as the leaders of the Vampiric Councils for the Eastern Seaboard of the New World. Big time promotion for our vampires, huh? Look at them go. Uh, after this, the vampires decide that they should not kill Guillermo and they give him actually a promotion to his new role as a vampire bodyguard. Uh, afterwards, a vampire 
vampires visit the council office at an industrial park in, in Staten Island, where they come into a new conflict, which is deciding which one of the vampires will assume the master's throne and be the leader of the vampiric council throughout all of the tri-state area. And that's kind of the general overview of what happened in that episode. So, Solid. Good job, Rich. Yeah. Good Richie recap. Getting back in the swing of things. Perfect. Well, hey, who has thoughts? Carson, you've got thoughts for sure. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like this episode, but I feel like it's more of a table setting episode where yeah. I feel like it sets up a lot of what will come in this season. And it, it just it kind of felt like they were doing a lot of legwork. It's a bit procedural, a bit admin. Yeah, it. Th- I think we talked about in certainly in season five. And maybe in season two, where they kind of like reset at the beginning of the seasons mm-hmm. and they just deal with it in the first episode. But it's strange because like we know that it's the same people behind it. So it's like they just like want to tell a new story this season. So they take the first episode to be like, wasn't that crazy last season? <laughs> and this was what they did here is like, this could have been a more interesting conflict, but they just like got rid of it because it was like, I don't know, easier for Guillermo to just be, be part of the gang again. So I was kind of annoyed with that, but I think overall it was a funny episode. I do find the part of Colin like finding different words to say poop to be really funny, and I like don't that's even like fu- toilet humor. <laughs> it's unfortunate that that's like the funniest arc to me of the episode by far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just Colin looking through through poop. Yeah, it's great. Rich, what did you think of the ep? I mean, I thought it was a good episode. I, you, I'm like, I'm uh, in agreement for you guys. It was kind of a table setting episode, but personally, for someone who hasn't seen the show for a few months, that was nice. Not gonna lie, that was helpful. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty standard. Just kind of giving you background of what's going on. They kind of didn't explain a lot of things. A lot of things just kind of happened, and there wasn't a lot of like thought or background given to them. Hmm. But I guess they didn't feel like they really needed to. And fair enough. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I like the episode. I like all the episodes. I don't have too too many deep thoughts about this one particularly, <laughs> which probably says enough about it. So he's just a positive guy. He likes all the episodes. Yeah, man. I mean, I think you make a good point though, Rich, is that like we are not viewing them in the way that they were supposed to be viewed, right? It's like there was probably like six months between the last, the previous episode, and then this one to the viewer who watches it live on FX. So yeah. per- perhaps we're being. Are we being hypercritical? <laughs> Maybe a little. <laughs> is our review podcast being hypercritical? Now that I'm thinking about it, like it, it does kind of serve as a little nice redux of the previous season yeah. and get you ready for the next season. So maybe it, it does better when you're not binging. We remember That's who's true. who. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, okay. Get really into poop bucket, which is great. That's what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, the More classic. You know what? Classic poop bucket. So, sometimes poop just is funny. You know. <laughs> like it is totally humor, but it, it just can be funny. So props here. I, see, I I don't think of poop as funny. I think of like farts as funny. Mm. <laughs> that is poop adjacent, though. Yeah, yeah, poop adjacent. Say, the <laughs> but there's a distinct the state line. of matter that it is. <laughs> yes, exactly. If it Have comes solid or liquid, it's not funny. Gas is. This hilarious. isn't good. Yeah, this isn't good for like a podcast because it's like. A verbal meme that I'm describing, but it's like oh those my. like three like twelve year old kids <laughs> standing around like a table, and it's like men discussing like poop versus farts. It's like what's this one here? <laughs> Something along those lines. 
Richie, can you make that? And I'll set that as the <laughs> I, uh, uh, image for the episode on Spotify. <laughs> I can definitely make that. <laughs> make it our little icon for the group chat. Okay, anyway, uh, I thought that this, okay, this beginning scene, well, let's proceed linearly. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, oh. Oh, oh, there it is. Good. We're back. Oh, that's we're okay. back, folks. We're back. It did wait, good wait, does everyone, yeah. can everyone take a minute or take a second just to remember their catchphrases really quickly? <laughs> <laughs> like, don't say them out loud. Like, I want you to try and naturally work them in or I'll try and recognize them when you say it. Okay. Mm. Claire, thank you well, for Well, Matt, um, I know that every episode you do your, your great thing that you always do, which is your spot on Borat impression. So I'm <laughs> to that later and that it's been cut out of every episode, weirdly. Matt's catchphrase, my wife. <laughs> Hey, I was saying that back in 2005 when it was cool before Borat. When you were five years old. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, this is fucking emotionally disturbed. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about the episode. Let's proceed linearly. Let's proceed linearly. (sighs) Okay, so in this first scene when they're arguing about Guillermo, there are some fucking choice lines that I pulled out. So first of all. Colin Robinson saying that he couldn't give a cat's knuckle about something. Fucking choice. <laughs> um, Gilbert-ass line right there. It's so good. And then Nadja says uh, something uh, something along the lines of like, you got to die, babes. <laughs> <laughs> and it felt like something Adele would say, and I loved that. Um, <laughs> that does sound like Adele. And then my third thing is that any time, and I don't know why this is funny, but it is. The fact that they always say slumber instead of sleep is so yeah. funny to me. Yeah. Nandor saying, I think we should slumber on this. Hysterical mm. every time. To be quite honest, I did watch this episode on October 31st. <laughs> no, Matt. Oh, no. And did not did re-watch, re-watch oh, boy. it. No. Oh, boy. Um, and I, in that silence we just had there, I did have a panic where I was like, I don't remember anything <laughs> that happened in this episode. That's okay. The only thing I remember is that Guillermo doesn't eat raw chicken. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. That's true. And that now, there's okay. a... Actually, one of the things that... This is not linear. <coughs> okay. Um, well, sure. Um, so, Claire, can we just break your format entirely immediately? Uh, all right. That's fine. Can I just... I, I yeah, see what you did, and I'm going to reject it outright. Um is that there's that video of, of Taika Waititi's character, Viago, like explaining to them um, that they're now on the Vampiric Council. And I rem- watching it back, you know, two months ago, I was struck by how unfunny I found that entire sequence. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, I Wait, think like I, in what way? Like, I think, like, respectfully, I'm kind of over Taika Waititi. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. had Like, he did his thing, and I respect that. And, like... He's had his impact, but I think I'm over it. Interesting. And that's growth. Well, that? that's probably not the best thing to say on a Taika Waititi show podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like you're, you're over She's it. never going to be on hey. the show now. Yeah, hey, uh, if he I'm comes sure on, I'll play That reminds me that of, of like those like uh, those like fan accounts where it's like just took like a, like I don't know mood stabilizers. Or I don't really care about BTS anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Took three exactly months off. Like I don't that. think Taika Waititi's funny anymore. <laughs> exactly like that, yeah. Um, I also just like while we're talking about people coming on the show, should I say this? Should I say this or not? I just want to say that so Laura Montgomery, who does the costumes for what we do in the shadows, weirdly mm. follows us on Instagram. <laughs> and Wait, what? So, 
Yeah, so because I had DM'd her like months ago being like, hey, like we love your work on what we do in the show. And I was like, if you want, we would love to have you on the podcast and we'll like send you questions or whatever. She didn't respond, quite quite rightly so. And then we had hmm. a, a reel where I think I had tagged it, like Laura Montgomery. And so she like liked it and then she followed us. And so I was like, okay, bet. Like I'll just send her another message. <laughs> send her another message being like, hey, like just to follow up. Would love to have you on the show. Like, we would only take, like, 45 minutes of your time. We'll, flex, we'll work with your schedule. She saw it, did not respond. I was like, you know what? Quite right. <laughs> she has other things to do. We're just fucking around. Fair enough, Laura. Fair enough, <laughs> you fair go enough. live your life. I think we got we to, gotta, um, to borrow a phrase from the consulting world, we got to circle back. We got to link up. Like, I think, uh, yeah. I think now that the strike is over, people are more open to this kind of thing. Like, this our boy true. Patton, we can get Patton on. I know. I do have to, I do have to circle back with Patton. He kind of goes to me, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway. So going back to the plot. <laughs> yeah, what happened? <laughs> okay, so well, Guillermo anyway. was in this Guillermo was in this cage in the basement, which I first of all, I want to pause it. Have we seen this basement before? No, no this is this part is of new. our Yeah, this is part of our okay. ongoing narrative that they just have this like voidous house where like <laughs> rooms come and go. This yeah. is different than where Elvis was. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is different than Colin's room in the basement. Also, it's different than Colin's mm-hmm. room for sure. Mm-hmm. But we've never seen this part of the basement now. No, with this weird well, cage, the yeah. villain cage in the middle thing. And there's like a little tunnel where Guillermo yeah. can like escape out of said room. Yeah. See, that was confusing. I, so I know he could like get out of the cage, but even rewatching the episode, like, how does he get out of the basement? Coming out of my cage, like, and I've been doing just fine. Well, if they slumber. You can just, I, oh, yeah, I guess you can just, just leave. Just, fair enough, fair enough. Thank you for saying slumber. Uh, sorry, uh, Richie did indeed send the meme that he talked about. Oh, let me, let me take a <laughs> Please check the group this. chat. It is actually so funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a YouTube thumbnail of three like, 12-year-old boys. <laughs> I, I think the original one I've seen for that was, uh, the caption was like, is Fortnite really overrated? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like a bro podcast, but with twelve-year-olds. You know how? Yeah, they, I do not want to be listening to that in six years. You know how they keep adding in like pop culture characters into Fortnite? Like, didn't they add like Family Guy or something? Like, they had Mistborn. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what you if they add vulnerable literally right now? I still play Fortnite with my friends because it is kind of fun. <laughs> okay. And I will be. I will say this, and I hope I'm not judged. We all have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle skins when we play as squads. <laughs> okay, no, that's cool. Are are what are you talking Teenage about? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's Which dope. Yeah, yeah. I'm Raphael, but just because he has an R on his belt. So. Oh, oh for Richie. But yeah, Peter Griffin is in the game. Just to tie it back to what we do um, in the shadows. <laughs> do uh, <laughs> What do you think it would be like if they added in the four main characters from what we do in the shadows? Three main characters, five main characters. How many people are in the show? I can't remember. I'd say five. Who do you think I forgot when I said four? Probably <laughs> yeah. Colin. Oh, did you forget? Yeah. <laughs> the main character of the show. Somebody See, did in our, in our inbox. Somebody did uh, ask which of the vampires would be best at which types of Taskmaster tasks, and Whoa. I was delighted oh. to answer that question. Yeah. Wait. What did you answer to that? Uh, I believe that I said that Nadja would be great at the art tasks. Mm. Um, Laszlo would be great at the prize tasks. Oh, I feel like Laszlo would be good at the art tasks. He is a noted painter. He is artsy. Mm. That's true. I agree, though, that he would be he best also at the prize tasks. He does topiaries. It's a good point. But he's eccentric, and... so I, I'm, I agree with this so far. 
And I think Guillermo would be good at like the ones that require logic because he's the only sort of level-headed. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I like how Nando it is funny. The... Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. He'd be bad at every single one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'd be the, the the Ivo Graham of the <laughs> of the series. What's his Nando's regret matrix? Nando Nando's <laughs> <Yeah>. regret matrix. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, we've gotten way off track. There's also, gonna if you be, haven't yeah. watched Taskmaster, you're gonna have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Carson's anyway. blank stare into the camera. I have a question for you, Matthew. Oh God. Which is that? So okay, so Guillermo has this little fridge, and it has a bunch of raw chicken, and it has a bunch of yuhus. Yeah. And I vaguely recall, like two years ago, you had some sort of joke about yuhu that you were very proud of, and I don't remember <laughs> what it was. I really? That's so funny. What uh, was it? No, I don't remember that. I I actually have this running thing where I know that I have a joke about something, but I can't remember the joke itself. Like okay, I really well, punishingly. I'll tell you what I remember. Oh, please. Okay, yeah. Which is what the you were. <laughs> Again, we've really gone off track. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, so you were gonna buy a YooHoo for Ethan in celebration of something and then you had oh, a little joke to go along with it yeah don't yeah what yeah it was. it was for getting into law school and it was a pun on the law school ah yeah yes yes yes, yes. oh yeah and i never followed through with it did i that's i just told him about the joke that's so lame Matt. yeah <laughs> no but I've had this happen before. I could have before. done this funny thing and I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have this like really killer joke about Carl Jung, but I've forgotten it. And the only thing I can remember is that I used to have this funny joke about Carl Jung. People think that's the joke sometimes. Is that, it's is not. That a joke? No, it's not a joke. <laughs> like it sounds like a joke because it's like vaguely. Yeah. No, it's, it's like not the, the joke. just learned about recency bias. It's already one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. Uh, life is a anyway. metaphor. Okay. So getting back to the show. So Guillermo gets out of his cage, and there's all these. I just want to shout out. There's all these cameras, and they're, you know, you know what? This is a stupid point that I was. <laughs> no, make the point. Hey Claire, it's more relevant than the previous twenty minutes. <laughs> Please go for it. I was just gonna say, I'm just, I'm self censoring. The conservatives would be so confused. Um, I was just gonna say, like the cameras all say, like. Like Dungeon Cam 3 and Dungeon mm. Cam 1. And I just oh. like that the production people did that. Oh, I didn't That's notice cool. that. That's a cool detail. Do you Thanks, mean Carson. the production people of the show that we're watching? Or the production people of the show that they're making in the show? Like, there's the uh, camera crew in the show. Right? Are you talking about them that did that? Sorry? Or? Are you implying that the actors <laughs> who play the camera crew... No, 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 no. In the story, in the show... In the show, uh-huh. they're making a documentary. That's You're the show. Who I'm impressed by? Are you referencing that you thought that you think that in the show, you're impressed by the people who did that, like in the vampires world, no. or you're impressed by the fact that some editor in Burbank decided to yes. edit in Dungeon Cam One, Two, and Three? Listen, I said it was a stupid point. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to be clear. I don't think it's stupid either way. Yeah. Does this does do the camera? Did you happen to note if the dungeon cam one, two, and three line up with the same camera consistently? Oh, that's such a great point. They did have well, like twelve note, cameras. Yeah, I didn't note that, um, but it seems like something I would have noted, but I didn't. 
we'll have to we'll have to ask the listeners to, to go back and look. I do I do sympathize <laughs> with Guillermo's plight here though, because he sneaks he literally he sneaks out to go do work for the vampires. And mm. this is crazy to me because he literally has this moment where he says like, Oh my god, like haha, I should probably leave, right? And then he just like does it. <laughs> Oh my god, it's dude. It's this abusive relationship that he has with the Capitalism vampires. is a pernicious bitch. There are exactly two things that I, I want to note in that whole, like, montage. One, when Guillermo throws out the raw chicken, uh, he carries it with his head, and that makes me really nervous in a way that is concerning. He does what? Sorry? <laughs> he carries, the, like, the, the raw chicken packages with, the, like, he, like, balances them with, like, his, like whole body and head and i, I just, oh, just the, the amount so of oh. raw chicken juice all over him must oh. be immense oh jesus That's uh so and number two jesus. which is much more inconsequential but i think more jarring is that he eats a burger with a fork and knife oh i also noted that <laughs> i noted that too yeah wild, like, right? what is going on right now <laughs> uh. that's a wild choice mm. so yeah yeah so, i don't know what to think has of anyone that. done that here no. I have not, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah? I definitely had to resort to it, I think, once or twice. I don't think it was well, my top option, there. but... <laughs> was that me? What? What's going on? I don't know. Something said low battery in the background. What the, uh. <laughs> what the fuck not was me. that? That was so scary. <laughs> that was I didn't hear that at all. I learned to talk. <laughs> this, this is not my house. I don't know if it has a low battery or not. <laughs> Okay, anyway. Uh, Richie, were you uh, encountering one of those burgers that's, like, taller than your face that you had to eat? Yeah, it's, like, one of those burgers that people think are, like, cool because they're, like, oh, yeah. they kind of look good in, like, photos and they can post them on their Instagram to be, like, trendy, but they're really just, like, a mess to eat. That's probably, like, the oldest person thing I've ever just said in my life, by the way. I, I, <laughs> I realized that in real time it's how, very old. how old I sounded there. But it's just not practical. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Off topic, but, yeah. I, Claire, I don't know if that's what Guillermo was eating, though. No, it was a very normal-sized burger, in my opinion. Okay. Claire, my question weird. for you is, the burgers that you've eaten with a fork and knife, are these, like, burgers with, like, a real, like, like a, a bun, or, like, with lettuce? A good clarifying question. Yeah, with lettuce. Yeah. There are a lot of Okay, yeah. Mm. Gotta remind that's the audience bad. that Claire is gluten-free. It's a very one of our running bits. My brand. That's my, that's my yeah. catchphrase. And it is a choice. Hey. So if anyone's doing fan art, Claire is... Oh, for the fan art, Claire's gluten-free. Claire's gluten-free, but not celiac. Don't make her look like that. Oh, what does that mean? I will say, now relating this to my Crohn's disease, tummy troubles, um, I did watch this episode for the first time like at about 2 in the morning while doing my colonoscopy prep, which means that I was mm. actively pooping mm. throughout this. And, and oh. in fact... Throughout this, I do have notes relating my colonoscopy experience to Guillermo's experience. I said at some point, I'm really relating to the poop bucket. So, <laughs> now, yeah. That's really funny. I know that he had to keep up the, the ruse um, Guillermo did for, for about pooping in the bucket. Yeah. But we also know that he didn't have to do that. Um, nope. Which, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Like, did he go... Was that his poop? Did he choose to poop yeah. in the bucket? Yeah. It is implied that he is pooping in the bucket, yes. Even still? Yeah, I was thinking about that too, Matt. I was, I was kind of thinking about the whole pooping fascination of Con Robinson 
itself, whether or not that was legitimate or if he was kind of acting like that because he knew it was kind of like a weird thing that would creep other people out. Yeah. Like, I'm never sure if Colin Robinson actually has, like, genuine interest in doing something or if he's literally just making up that he's doing that to, like, fuck with other people to get more energy. It's a compelling Because definitely, like, skeeved me out a little bit. Yeah. I worry about that in myself sometimes, yeah. My question, what was he doing with the poop? He was sifting through it. Just but like... was he actually? Does he want the poop <laughs> hey, for some reason? Hey, Carson, let's play this out. What do you think he's doing with the poop? What's in your <laughs> mind when you ask that question? To as as manure for his plants. Oh, that's really tame. Does he garden? I I don't know. He does in my head cannon. A lot of things going on in that potting he shop. Yeah, he certainly sows the seeds of discontent in the group. Oh, <laughs> that's Laszlo. There are many references to Laszlo masturbating in the potting shed in this episode alone. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, Perfect. Did did you guys notice how Colin Robinson immediately became like a prison guard in the Zimbardo experiment where he was? Oh my god! Like, I was literally thinking about this. Yeah. I was like, "This is big Stanford prison experiment energy." Yeah, it was literally he just like <laughs> kept using his little cattle prod. Then Guillermo took out the batteries. Also, the guide makes a reappearance. Mm-hmm. And my favorite uh, little bit that she does is. She's like, oh, did you guys not see the 87 ravens that we sent? And they're like, oh, like, oh yeah, the ravens. Like, that makes sense. <laughs> That's what they were. They're like, why the fuck did you not just call? Well, it's yeah. Guillermo's job to answer the phone. Yeah. And he was enough. slacking, according mm-hmm. to Nadja. Uh, my question then is, how does the guide... So the guide is a vampire, right? So how does the guide come into the house uninvited? A great point. Well... Has she been invited in the past, maybe? Does the invitation expire? I don't think so. Oh, man. Mm. Mm -mm. I mean, they play fast and loose with the vampire rules, for sure. They do. Does she come down the chimney? She does come down the chimney. I feel like that's still entering the abode. Yeah. Is Santa Claus a vampire? (laughs) No, because he's definitely uninvited. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He sees you when you're sleeping, though. He knows when you're awake. Which means to say that he he only comes out at night. Which I guess is true. He's a lot of little familiars. Yeah, yeah he's uh, lived for oh. a long time. Lots of familiars. Good good point, Rich. So I, I don't think we'll he's he he... blood, so red. Should... Mm. Oh. red. Started out blood. white, it's just stained. I feel like this is yeah. we're giving like Hollywood its next. You know how there's been that. Uh, oh my the, goodness! Like uh, uh, like a rush of Christmas movies that are like action oriented and like horror yeah, adjacent. Yeah, I feel yeah, like we're like, giving Christmas uh, is dark and twisted. <laughs> way too much. Way too much ammunition here. With the, who, who would play <laughs> what Santa Claus? A vampire? <laughs> who would play Santa Claus in this film? Willem right? Dafoe. <laughs> you were so He's quick so with that. He's uh, isn't he in the new uh, new one? Movie. Oh, you're right. He's gonna be the new. He's gonna be the Nosferatu yeah. movie. He is. Yeah. Ah. He's like a vampire hunter in there. I saw like a screenshot from that. He looks crazy, yeah. which is good. But uh. Guide has assisted every vampire council since 1759. I'm fucking holding this together by a shoestring, you guys. It is really, it is truly like a display of how men will just talk about literally anything. <laughs> other than I'm so um, trying to keep us on track. Uh, uh, I, I appreciate you, Claire. 
Thank you, Claire. You're Can welcome. I note the guide's hair in that scene is also yes. very green for a very odd reason. Like it's like very clearly backlit with like a green light. Oh, mystical. And when it cuts to a back shot, you don't see the same green light. So it just, it really was distracting me. Like the green light in a great Gatsby. Mm. I, uh, maybe. <laughs> she tr- what's that metaphor? What is that bright she light? She was looking for the for a new orgastic future. Wow. And the new that vampires. like a word that he just made up? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Carson, that was such a specific and impressive poll. You really pulled that out of there, huh? <laughs> that is my favorite book. So. That's your favorite book? Yeah. Wow. What a thing I to learn about you, Carson. I, I didn't actually think of that. I haven't that read that book in a while. Crazy. I love The Great Gatsby. Which is, yeah. We're going to let that lie and continue well, talking about the episode. I, th- I think yeah, we right? should keep telling our listeners about the small little indie book. We're talking about right now. That no one's ever heard of. Yeah. Anyway, I think we're at the end of the episode. Super uh, close. <laughs> Laszlo thinks that Guillermo's last name is Greenberg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also thought when I was I was thinking about this kind of like vampire rules. I know they don't like like any kind of imagery of like crosses or Christianity or anything that really has to do with religion. So I was wondering if there was kind of like part of them that couldn't say cruise. Or something like that, just because it's Spanish for yeah. cross. I, I feel like we've had this conversation in terms Probably of like. Probably, Carson. It's the same thing. Probably, honestly. In terms of, I think someone said Dio before. Like, that's Spanish, right? I'm not going crazy. Yeah. Dios yeah. is God. So I'm pretty sure, I think we've talked about that. Someone has said Dios before in front of them, and they didn't react in the same way they do in the show when someone says God. Yeah. We were wondering. So it's like, only like. If they, know. if they know it, yeah. Just yeah. So they can be ignorant to it and I guess be... Oh, sorry, someone just yelled outside my door. So they can be ignorant of kind of, uh, <laughs> of, of what it is and become like immune to that kind of weakness, I guess. But... Psychosomatic vampirism? Uh, yeah, great points all around. Anyway, so they decide <laughs> not to kill Guillermo. <laughs> but to hypnotize him. But to hypnotize him. But this is key, that we know now that he's immune to hypnotism. Yeah, which was a real tell-don't-show moment in the episode, but like, we got to take it. They also, them. they cycle through the funny, the the brain things again, which are, which, huh? I'm not explaining this well. They cycle through the levels that you go through when you get hypnotized by a vampire over and over, which is weak brain, thoughtless sallies, brain scramblies, ayo, uh, <laughs> the purple screaming Henrys, and then they turn half men, half madness. We should be rating our episodes like on our own performance on that scale. I'm weak oh. brain for sure. <laughs> I don't know if we should. The too exposing, Rich. I, I will say right before that, there was something I thought was funny when they were going over the video message from Viago about them being coming the leaders of the Vampiric Council was when they were announcing that all the vampires were like very happy about it and excited. Guillermo just like looks at the camera and he goes, FML. <laughs> 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 I thought it was so funny. I, I, I thought this that. was a very funny Guillermo episode <laughs> where his little like uh, little side comments to the cameras and kind of like making some faces and such. Yeah, he's very sensitive. like you mentioned. He took the batteries out of uh, Con Robinson's little prong tool and he kind of just like looked at the camera and did like a hmm, like you guys know what I did. They don't. So but Jim Halpert like looked to the camera. That's sorry, you're yeah. wrong. That's you've seen the office. My bad. Exactly. Or um, 
the character played by was it Martin Freeman in the office for our for our mm, British yeah, listeners. Yeah. There we go. Yes. <laughs> I think he's also Jim, is he? But I don't know. Yeah. It is really the beginning. I mean, last the previous the season finale of season two is also kind of the beginning of the Guillermo as like an independent entity, like not giving a fuck kind of like free agent in the show that is a lot funnier because he's just like the the sort of every man to the vampire's madness in the scene. Um, he also has like on that same vein the fantastic delivery and look at the camera when Colin Robinson like quote hypnotizes him to say meow whenever Colin says his name. Which never comes up again. It would be so funny if they kept that oh, going throughout the series. Um, uh-huh. I guess Colin doesn't say his name that often, but um, he like looks at the camera and just does like the most <laughs> terse <Yeah>. meow, <laughs> and it is such a good delivery. Like serving, thank you. Mm. Speaking of good deliveries, also in that before he makes the kitty sound, he gets kind of uh, hypnotized. Colin Robinson is like, why? They ask Colin Robinson why he's adding in this hypnosis stipulation. <laughs> He just yells, it's for me, all right? For me! <laughs> What's that thought? He knows what he wants. Great, great delivery there from uh, from the actor. I, I'm not going to say his name because I think I fuck up his last name when I try to pronounce it because I don't think I've heard it properly yeah, Mark before. Mark Proch, I believe. Yeah. Proch? Proch? Yeah. But, yeah. Same scene. Nadia, like, does like a high-pitched trill for no yes. reason out of nowhere. <laughs> which was, which I, I, I did laugh at that. I was uh, very funny. Did you say that's for you, Claire? Yeah. <laughs> the high-pitched drill. Her yeah. wailings. <laughs> that's for me. Um, yeah, who who else has got stuff? Um, they fight over whether who who wants to be that uh, the lead vampire. And that's the end of the app. So who else has got other stuff? Yeah. Huh? Uh, my only other note I have is, uh, did we know before Colin can hypnotize people? Or is that a new... That's Energy a good vampire point. power. Yeah. I don't think we've seen that before or since. Can he? Or was or he, was just, he there? just like there? Um, yeah. Well, he was definitely. They called a four way hypnosis. That's true. Mm. Well, so, he can definitely kind of yeah, put people in a trance. That. Like, we kind of know that because of yeah. just like, being boring or whatever. So maybe he was just. But interesting. I don't know. So I, I'm gonna, I'll put that as a new energy vampire power. Yeah, I think that's fair. I wonder, so like. I know that Nandor and Lazo talk about how, like, who who is better at hypnosis. So maybe energy vampires are just, like, worse at it, generally. Fair enough. But he's, like, he's still got a little bit of it. The role of, the, like, an energy vampire within, like, vampiric, like, hierarchies and stuff like that is still a little bit confusing to me, even after watching, what is it, like, essentially three new seasons past this episode. Because uh, they have their own they council, definitely right? Have- Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they have their own council, but they're still also included in the general vampiric council. But yeah, and they clearly we know they have powers because Colin Robinson and like a member of Evie when he's kind of like dueling with her for being the energy vampire of the office, they're like floating in the air, having like electricity come out of their eyes and stuff like that. So they're clearly powerful in some mm-hmm. ways, and I don't I'm not really sure they fit still. I maybe we'll learn more about that and. The last season, which will be coming in twenty twenty four, but Dude, we gotta oh, catch that's up. true. That's what I want. I want more energy vampire lore in season six. We have like three seasons to speed run before like June of next year. Ish. <sighs> not gonna happen. No. No. <laughs> I don't think it's yeah, it is, it is hey, not going to happen. Hey, respectfully audience, we appreciate you. That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> one one a week, Matt. One a week. Yeah. 
Yeah, can we, now, can we, so we've talked about the episode, boom, across the finish line, done. Do we want to talk about if we were, (laughs) if, if hypothetically we still had people listening in a year, which boy, that's a tenuous thread to pull there. Are people going to listen to this? We've been gone for three months. I don't know. But if we were to pick another franchise to podcast about what, after this is done, what would it be? Young Sheldon. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm watching that right now. No, Rich, no. Oh, Rich, my sister's why? watching why? it, so I just watch it like with oh, her because she puts it on. It's it's actually a little charming. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like a lot of the characters. Kind, it's kind of sweet. No, it really is. It, it, it is. It is kind of sweet. It Dude, is kind of very sweet. That and Modern lie. Family. These shows are like correct white people. Like what are no, what is going young on? Young children. It's so darling. Like it's just like I'm the victim here, darling. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. It is Carson. We know. I showed up at New York Comic Con dressed as Colin Robinson, and the first thing that somebody <laughs> said to me was, "Oh, are you Young Sheldon?" And I oh. wanted to like jump into the river. <laughs> I feel like I'm burning this outfit. I'm actually not, but thank you. It was a great outfit, though, Claire. You you looked very very good. I understand they're separate shows, but I hate The Big Bang Theory so much that I don't think I could watch I Young Sheldon. I still do, Matt. When I hear Jim Parsons like doing like adult Shelton narr- narration within Young Sheldon, I'm like, oh, get off my TV screen. Like, I don't he does the narration. <laughs> he does like some narration, but not a lot. I'm gonna go in the camp of I like the Big Bang Theory. I think it's I think it's kind of funny. Carson, Carson, for it. respectfully, Carson. There's not a piece of media that you've interacted with that you don't like in the past calendar. That is year. not true. I haven't found it yet. Ma. I watched it the other huh? day. It was so bad. There's a movie with Octavia Spencer called them. Sorry, we're getting way off track. We can oh, do this funny, after. Yeah. Do you want to do... Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, I guess we never answered a, Matt's question. Is there a hitch sauce here? What was Matt's question? There is. Yeah, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, what, are, what show would we do if it wasn't... Claire's question. Well, My yeah. question. Oh, Claire's question. Oh, Claire? oh it was your yeah. question. Apologies, Claire. <laughs> right no. Wow. We started talking yeah. young Sheldon and I just... Believe women. Some brain scratches happened to me. Taskmaster. Yeah, that's. There's already I mean, two they, official podcasts. Yeah. Oh, there's Bake two off? official Bake podcasts. Off, maybe. Yeah. Ariel America. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, that'd be that'd be that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. You guys are on here for that one. Um, I don't really watch many TV shows. There's like 80 episodes, Carson. Be so. Long. Oh my god, <laughs> Carson, you'd love them. We take three voice. years to get through that. We take three years. We to could get go back that. to our roots and do bad movies, but I feel like the broader appeal is limited. I mean, Claire, I, we. Have I was a, going to. Yeah. Go on, Matt. Oh, I was gonna say where there's a couple in the pipeline that we've been thinking of for bad movies to watch. Um, I mean, I'll say it. Hey, we fully recorded an episode about the D and D podcast, D and D movie that I just never edited. It's just sitting on my hard drive. Claire and I have watched. We've watched several movies since uh, November twenty one or something. We that... we watched Purple Hearts or whatever. I have notes about that. Sorry, Rich, you did let me go and start talking about something, and I interrupted you. I only did because it was related. When I was uh, mentioning earlier how to go to our podcast feed to see which episode we recorded last to know which one to do now, I did yeah. see that our latest podcast was actually a mouth grab episode, which I was not expecting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, to quote really our friend Jamie, I was uh, I was feeding the rats a little something oh. here and there. 
<laughs> just fucking name dropping people, you know? She doesn't well, not, less than less than Jamie, <laughs> more than calling the listeners rats. Feed the rant. Hey, listener, if you somehow, God bless you, have made it this far into the episode and have an idea of what we should do after the show ends, <laughs> hey, hit us up. Yeah, in two years' time, when we're done recording this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, that's so generous. It's going to take, like, four. <laughs> yeah. I would, right, love, well. I would actually love suggestions. Maybe I'll make that the poll. Because yeah, the obvious well. choice might be, like, Wellington Paranormal, but I don't know if that quite lends itself to the same More of a niche crowd, narrative. but I'm down. Yeah, it's more of a niche crowd, definitely. Anyway, listener, please please do send in um, suggestions. Um, and if nothing else, it might give us something to occupy our time between seasons. Because to be quite honest, I do like this show. But watching it so frequently and thinking about it so much is really exhausting. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it is no small part why I did not push for us to get back to this sooner than... Uh... It's just so hard being a podcaster, you know? Life is tough. <laughs> well, so you know, tough. when you lose money literally every time you do this, um, <laughs> kind of rough. Hey, yeah. Okay, hey, 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 uh, huh? Has Hitch Sauce reviewed this? Yeah, Richie, bring Hitch us back, has please. reviewed this. Oh. Boss Baby. Yeah, um, let me pull that up. I was on I that love that I Did you say like Boss Baby? Is speaking or... to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. We can watch, isn't there a Boss Baby TV show? Boss Baby eat anything? <laughs> Did Boss Baby eat anything this episode, folks? Raw oh my god, also shout out my friend Ani who was on the show for making me a friendship bracelet that says Boss Baby. That's awesome. Oh. Um, I do have the review pulled up here. Hey, can we also just check? Is Hitch Sauce still alive? He, I was checking before this. He was doing reviews three days ago. Shout out. I wonder if he's reviewed season five. We gotta circle back. Okay, anyway, sorry. I, I honestly would have looked through, but he has so many so reviews many. in there that it would have taken me ages to find out whether or not he had crazy amount. I, I like now think of Hitchhops in my mind as like an old retired man who just like watches TV shows and writes reviews, which I actually think is kind of sweet. Cool. He's an old retired man with a cock son. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I forgot about that yes, whole subplot that we life. developed. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, have to, we're gonna have to keep developing the mythology. We had to seize it off, man. Okay, please. Uh, What's the review? What's the review? Okay, nine out of ten. Oh, wow! More raw room temperature chicken. The title. Okay. <laughs> hey. uh, Guillermo is being kept in the dungeon. They're deciding whether to kill him or not, since he killed two thirds of the vampires in the region. He easily comes and goes because the four are just plain stupid. Since he killed nearly all of the vampire council, a female vampire comes and tells them that they must assume the throne. The strength of these episodes is the sincerity of the four vampires, especially Nando, as they try to do anything positive. They are really unable to handle even the slightest problem. When Guillermo leaves for the day, he cleans the place and works without any gratitude towards him. At the conclusion... There is a great hook. They must decide which of the four of them will be the head vampire. That's the review. I, I just love during... that these are not reviews and that they're just fully <laughs> no. thoughts and wow. During the whole thing, I was just thinking of, who was it? Was it your rich who was like, his prose is like Shakespeare? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's so distinct. Like, you could, <laughs> you know, there's like different like websites that can like detect AI written, like yeah. art, not art, but like, uh, I don't know, essays and such. I'm like that for anything that Hitch Sauce writes. <laughs> so many different documents and so many different written works. Away. Yeah, I could tell you. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do now. They have people run it by the uh, 
that like website that scans for either AI or, or uh, work that's been stolen, and then professors send all their emails to me so I can read over to make sure that Hit Sauce didn't write this. <laughs> yes. Separate genre of cheating. Stratings and gatings. Stratings and gatings. Oh wow! Sorry, there's another review here, which oh. just says you can tell Kyle directed this episode. I love these guys and everyone who makes the show, and I'm glad they're back to work. I miss them. I think it's so oh. funny if like this is like. Yeah, my buddy Kyle directed this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars, ten yeah. stars, whatever. I'm like Kyle, who you're not a first name basis. Who are you talking about? So it is the, yeah. So Kyle Newichek is the director. Is one of the guys who took the creative lead on the last season and directed oh, most of the episodes. And he's like a name that pops up a lot in the episodes that we like. Okay. So I think that sometimes they kind of throw the first episode to a more experienced director to get him off on the right footing. Love Kyle. As as someone who participates in a What We Do in the Shadows podcast, that is something I should know. So. <laughs> it's just we something I noticed. From... Experts, yeah. We're experts. No, Claire, we are. Don't don't <laughs> disabuse the listener. Yeah, for sure. Name someone who's more of an expert. Taco YTT. Oh. I don't think he watches the show. <laughs> who's that other podcast? Oh, Harvey Gian's podcast? <laughs> no, the, uh, no, no, what the we one we beef with. Oh. The one we're beefing with. Yeah. Well, what we say I, in like, the shadows. They responded to my message being like... I'm beefing here? with them. I'll say it. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Where are they? they? Me. Yeah. What's my gating? What were you going to ask? Here, I'm going to say it in the light. What we say in the shadows? You ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your top three genres on Spotify raft were shit, shit, and shit. <laughs> None of that. POV. POV. I'm Indie. shit at podcasting. Yeah. POV. <laughs> Your podcast. Hey, my oh gating because of Guillermo Nandor kidding, is, kidding, kidding. Uh, is sixteen out of twenty-five packets of raw chicken. Wow. I guess I'll go next. Mm-hmm. Pretty neutral episode. I don't think it's particularly gay, particularly straight. So I guess that probably leans straight. Um, I will give it four <laughs> of the nine logs, Lincoln logs, that uh, Colin Robinson was hoping to find. <laughs> In Guillermo's scat pocket. <laughs> That's a good one, Rich. Uh, I will give it a... Hmm, I'll give it a three out of six wanks that uh, Laszlo had in the, in, the, in the potting shed. Perfect. And you, Matthew? Um, going off memory, uh, I will give it... Um, what was your number, Carson? Three out of six? Is that what you said? Three out of six. Hmm. I'll give it probably uh, four out of six wanks I've had since watching this episode in October 31st. <laughs> <laughs> That's a full joke. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Well, anybody got anything else to go sign off? That's all I have. Thanks for listening, That's folks. The way yeah, thank that you so much. We've, we've been away. We're back. We'll be making more um, up until the show ends after season six. So thank you so much for listening to another episode of Brain Scramblies. You can find us on social media at scramblies underscore pod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the good stuff. If you want a shout out at the beginning of the show, we respond to all of our emails uh, at brainscramblingspod at gmail.com. And next week we will be watching or whatever we record. We'll be watching season three, episode two of what we do in the shadows and until next time buy some merch <laughs> godspeed <laughs> enjoy your time
Okay. Gosh, how do we do this? It's been a hot sec. Okay, uh, I got it. We have a lot of emails. My name I'll is Claire. Uh, oh, wait, no, that's not how we really started. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, how do we do okay, My name so is Claire. It's going to be me, Carson, Richie, Matt, while we do the intro. My name yes. Claire. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife. Okay. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. That's stupid. Okay. 